caffeinated fall. And that was Jason. And this is F-Size. So this is the Cyber Humanity Podcast where we focus on the human side of cybersecurity. So uh, today's episode, we're going to talk about this age-old debate at organizations. Age-old. All right. Age-old. You're going to be familiar with this. I think any of the listeners are going to be this. When you're trying to get things done in an organization, is it done through influence or title and level? Meaning, which is more important? Can you have one without the other? That's what we're going to talk about today. Yeah, and this one was a real tough one because one thing that we do is we prepare for these ahead of time. Um, I know, maybe you know, we we spend a lot of time trying to think through what we want to talk about, and this was a tough one because we're we're banging our head against the wall writing this one. Um, it almost felt like we were watching Westworld season three or all the seasons of Lost. <laughs> Especially, you know, it's funny. Season three of Lost was like the pinnacle. So I'm like, yeah, we got to go back. Anyways, yeah, this was a tough one, man. It's about as nuanced as I don't know. Is it David Lee Roth or Sammy Hagar for Van Halen? Oof, no, let's not start those kind of wars. That's a tough one, <coughs> Sammy. <coughs> well, Sammy. I, this is one where we agree. I agree with Sammy too. <laughs> um, we we may lose a listener too because of that statement. But um, you know, what did we end up with though, Jason? You know, we ended up with the most frustrating quote. In all of cybersecurity, and to be honest, in all of business, it depends. Yes, sir, Bob, which is a little double entendre <laughs> there. If you know what one of our favorite movies is, and that we often quote here, Office Space. And uh, it's where the Bobs are the consultants, and consultants are sometimes notorious for when being asked a direct question to have the answer of, it depends. Yeah, man, every time I hear it depends, it makes me want to throw my depends undergarments at someone. So what are we not going to do in this episode? <laughs> we are not, not, well, we're not throwing under undergarments, but we are also not going to go with it depends. We're going to take a stand on this one. That's right. And I'm going to take a firm stand on, on this topic, even though we may both have, um, we both believe in the other topic a little bit as well and we have counterpoints for both sides we're going to take a stand on the topic and, and, and Jason you're yep, going to take we'll another and we're going to see where we end up even if it's beneath that old Georgia pine yeah, oh, what on earth What? I, I don't understand <laughs> that. that's not from Office Space what is that no, that was a little 90s country music reference for you, and I forgot your penchant for not liking country music. <laughs> well, hold on. Don't, don't pin me too much on that. I don't like most country music. I, I like some country music. Okay, so it, so it does depend. It depends Only for your love of country music. Uh, well, it most definitely does not depend, but we can save that for a story <laughs> for another podcast. Okay, I see some opportunity there. If I were cyber, cybersecurity were a country song. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Just slow your horse down that old town road. <laughs> For someone who uh, doesn't appreciate country music, that was a very good reference. Strong work, strong work. I uh, researched the break, time. <laughs> I was about to break out my Stetson. Good job. So, we know where I'm at. This is the stupidest question in the world. Where are you at, Paul? Yeah, so I'm going to talk. So, the, again, the debate is going to be influence our title and level, and I am going to focus on influence. And that would mean Jason's gonna focus on. I always get the uneasy part of these debates, but yes, I'm gonna focus on level and title being more important. But first let's, I wanna set some ground rules. Um, we are talking about the organization overall, not your individual team. As a leader of a team, or if you're a manager, or even if you're working on a team within that team subset, 
influence Trump's title and level every day of the year if you're being a good leader and you're doing and you're being a good team. Agreed. So, I want to make that clear. This is across the organization, a large or SMB with your SMB or enterprise. That's where this debate is going. So, Hold on, hey Jason. SMB means uh, server message block. It's a technology. Wait, no, that's not it. See, even I get my acronyms confused. No, it's uh, stands for small or medium sized business, which is the large majority of America is a small to medium sized business under a billion dollars in revenue. If you, if our audience raises their hand, I'm guaranteeing nine out of ten of them work for one of these SMBs. I'm not going to guarantee that, but I'm pretty confident. All right, so I'm taking title and level. Mostly, you know, I'm taking it w- with with a smiley face because I believe it's undervalued and underrated. I think influence gets all the press, and it's it's. I focus on it as a leader. I absolutely focus on how am I leading, how am I my security awareness training. Influence is absolutely a priority, but I think we don't put enough enough behind title and level and it gets downplayed. It's like, oh, you can do your job with influence. So I'm going to argue that I believe that much like compliance, it's another debate for another time, I believe com- uh, compliance is kind of the same way, that title and level is really the, the true engine of most SMB security programs. Well, let's make sure we're both, because I think we're both on the same page on this, but just for our audience. We, we no, we, we oh, can't be. Oh, never mind. Not, not allowed to be. Okay, sorry, sorry. Yes, so. Get, get off my page. Where I would say that influence is far more important because influence inspires action. It gets long-term support for your program. Um, and while title may get you short-term gains, long-term you really need influence in the relationships and the trust between the org, uh, the different teams, to really get a program that's sustainable and long term that goes beyond the, you know, twenty four um, month cycle that you know I've I think we've all seen the statistics of CISOs last. Oh, so, yeah. well, here we go. Now here goes uh, the debate. Influence is important, and you know, and I, you know, I, again, I know we got to take a hard stance, but I will I will absolutely support influence being the the long-term play. Great, yeah, okay, and here we go, because I disagree. The, you know, and, and this is this is personal to my heart. I have a, a CTO I used to work for, who I'm great friends with to this day, and he has that stance that, hey, I don't get things done. I mean, he says this with a straight face. This is how much I'm a, I'm a believer in this. He says, you know, I don't get things done because I'm CTO, I get things done through influence. And I call shenanigans. <laughs> like, you're saying that, you are CTO. People do what you say because they see your title. And we're gonna talk through this. Paul and I are gonna have some, I'm gonna have some anecdotal um, ideas and, uh, not ideas. I'm gonna have some, I'm gonna bring up some anecdotes to show that title and level gets you so far and so much further than influence will with security. Yeah, and, and where I would look at um, influence, I've seen where, you know, you may, when you talk to people and you talk about security, you are able to really get people to buy in and to do security when you're not there, when you're able to influence them on the why and what's important and why it's important. So you don't just get the transactional behavior that you would sometimes with institutional power, you'll get the long-term sustained, okay, hey, Paul's not around or the CISO's not around. Um, We know this is the right thing to do. Let's just go ahead and do it. And that's what influence gets you. Let me challenge you with that, if you don't mind. For yeah. years, we had, and we still do, and we're, we're changing as an insecurity, even on your bank accounts, you're seeing this change. But for years, we had passwords. Mm-hmm. How many end users hate passwords and would not want to use a password if they could? And they don't when they don't need to. 
when we, we teach and we influence and we say, look, you got to have a good password, but people still use password one. Still, people still name their password after their dog. If influence were so powerful, we'd have, we'd, people would like, oh, I don't need a password policy. I'm going to create a 15 character password. I'm going to create a passphrase all on my own because I've been influenced to do so, but it doesn't work. You got to, you have to set a standard and a policy and give that firm, hey, you have to do this. You've got to set a password that's complex. Well, but that's not organizational power. That's not title that's changing their mind either. If you say, I'm the CISO, you have to do this, that's not going to get them to um, comply with their password policy anymore. And I would actually say this is kind of a different argument because influence is very important for people to understand why they're doing things. Because when somebody understands the why, they're more inclined to sustain that behavior over a long term. Whereas, yep. and oh, oh, hold on, hold on, let me. <laughs> so, but you also have to have controls in place to prevent bad password choices and so forth. Well, but no, according to the argument of influence, you can influence people to do great things, to get this great behavior. Why would you need policies and standards at all? You wouldn't need something to say, hey, you got to do this. You just say, hey, we'd really like you to do this because this is the why. We're gonna, you're going to really protect the company. You're going to protect your data. Okay. And no, I don't need to have something that says that. I'm just going to influence you and get well, it you depends to Well, it. it depends on what your standards are, right? So if you're using your standards as your um, – you know, standards are requirements, but they also help people understand how to do security in, in a good way, right? So, you know, if you're using standards only as a stick and not as a way to inform people, then yeah, your argument makes sense. I would say not, somebody who's not in security is not, does not know the day-to-day -day nuance of what they should do. They don't necessarily know that they should use strong passwords, right? Like you may be shocked by that, but if you're not in security, you know, you may not know what a strong password means, and that's what the standards are there for, to help give them that additional information to do the right thing. Okay, let me, I'm going to challenge you on this, and uh, this is something that you taught me <laughs> way back before I, I don't know if anybody knows, uh, you know, before I was into security, I was always in technology. Uh, I met Paul over a love of Erasure during an MBA program. That's a good story, by the way. Yeah, we should share that one one day. Who knows 80s, 80s techno bands <laughs> like Depeche Mode and Erasure? Apparently, Paul and I both have a pension for him. So uh, he taught me the idea of what the difference between administrative control, a technical control, yes. reactive these control categories. Isn't Paul, isn't an administrative control a level title saying the company says you must do this? And because you report to the company, you have to do this. It's a, it's a set of expectations. So, uh, yes, in, in, in what you're saying, yes. But typically, well, no, no. Actually, let me go back. I will agree with you that it does set the tone, the risk tolerance for an organization based off of whatever requirements you have. Typically, and this is a whole different conversation, but compliance requirements, right, which are compulsory things. You also sprinkle in things that you want to do because you want to be better. So, yes, I would agree with that. But to get people to putting out standards without influence and without people without selling it to people only gets you malicious compliance right like people will just do the bare minimum they have to and what i'm arguing is that often and i've seen this happen when you have influence when you influence people to do the right thing and they understand it they'll typically want to go beyond what's in your standards right just like so what i always say is Standards are like laws. They don't make you um, a good citizen if you follow every law, right? It just means you've met the bare minimum requirement to be a citizen of that country, 
right? To be a good person, you need to go beyond the bare minimum laws. And that's what influence gets you. It gets you people going beyond the bare minimum. Whereas title often will get you just the bare minimum. Title and, alone. And remember, audience, remember again, I'm taking a stance on purpose to specifically debate this topic because I believe in a lot of what Paul said, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go down that path. Um, I call I call shenanigans on that. I don't believe so. Security awareness training. This training that anybody here that's on this that's listening in goes. Oh, I got to go take the security awareness training. Most people want to shoot their brains out because it's two hours of boringness. They wouldn't be doing it if it wasn't mandatory. And statistics have shown the only time security awareness training gets over ninety percent, meaning over ninety percent of your people take it, is when it's mandatory. When you do voluntary, and I work with a, I used to work with a company that had a completely voluntary security awareness training program, and it was great content. And they went with that whole, let's get them in board, let's do these, let's show why it's important, let's get fun and engaging, animated, and and let's give rewards out and do this whole like you know measure like all the good fun stuff you want to do to get people to do training. Numbers didn't go over fifty percent, but okay. as soon as it became mandatory and they were told to do it by the CEO. They're at over 90%. Okay, so let me put the caveat, since Jason put the caveat yeah. in, that um, I, I agree with what Jason's saying, some of the components, but for the purpose of this podcast... Okay. We, get back in character, quick. Yeah, we are going to argue with each other because I don't think either one of us believes you can have one without the other, right? But we're going to argue... Well, I would say I need more. So go ahead, Paul, I cut you off. Please okay. continue. Well, I'm, so, I'm so much in character. Yeah, what I'm saying is, so when you're listening to this, know that we both believe that you both you need both but let's i'm going to take the extreme view and say influence only so you know there's no there's no instance that i'm aware of in human history where you've gotten 100 percent of anything even when it's a very strong moral kind of thing so for instance like unless you're in north korea right they get 100 percent results for their uh, for their elections <laughs> right so but i would say that that's not a good model to follow um so the elect what election? Yeah, North well, Korea. They, they just showed a map the other day. I saw it on that yeah, um, they had a hundred percent of the vote, a hundred percent for right know. because they force you in and they say, okay, check that box. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where I would argue that yes, a one hundred percent title based thing would make sense, right? But um, you know, you will never get a hundred percent. So I don't think anyone's arguing that influence is a hundred percent of the the solution, but. Influence. So, you know, when I, I, we have um, annual security awareness training, but we've also um, supplemented it in organizations I've been at with secondary, right? So you have the annual thing and then you have the every month you can do a different one. And, you know, I've, I've actually been very pleasantly surprised because there's no tracking, there's no, or there is tracking, but there's no reporting, um, significant reporting or anything that happens if you don't do it. The non-mandatory stuff that happens every month, we I've seen where you get up to forty to fifty percent. To me, that's influence. That's you being able. <laughs> you nailed. To, you nailed it. You nailed it. There's no control, no security requirement, or something I'd want to do to be secure that I only want forty or fifty percent efficacy. Okay, but would you take zero? Is zero percent better? No, my argument here and what I'm debating is that title and level is what you should go with because that'll get you way over that 50%. Why even bother with it? Okay, if, but if you is, got it limited? Gonna, is it going to get you – okay, so it's basically people are – so let's go with what you just said, right? Do I yeah. want 100% of people doing security awareness training, the forced security awareness training? 
okay, they're going to... Mandatory. Not forced. We're not North Korea. Yeah, <laughs> mandatory. Well, but man- mandatory or enforced. There you go. Yeah, so if you... you Sure, you may get 100%, but if you use that alone and the enforced practice, how many people do you think are going to retain that knowledge, right? I mean, if, if you're, you're going to... I'll, take, I'll take my chances. The same thing with sexual harassment training at work. They don't say, hey, everybody, here's why it's important to take. Absolutely. You, need, you have to take this and they need 100%. No, it's mandatory. Well, they make it part it's of It's absolutely mandatory. Well, hold on, hold on now. Hold on. You can, oh. Yes, there is a one-time <laughs> class that you have to do, but organizations make it part of their culture that, hey, we treat people with respect regardless of whatever, right? So You're obviously not talking about Uber. You're not talking about – no, there's the, – there I, I can't blanket There are companies who don't live it. A lot of bad companies, yes. Yeah, that don't live it. And I won't say bad companies, okay. right? I'll say there's a lot of companies that have it pro- – that is problematic, right? Because it's not – it may not be part of their true culture. What I'm saying is so – infl- Hold on, hold on. What I'm saying is <laughs> – because now I'm getting passionate. Uh, but what, the thing I'm saying is you, it can't become part of culture without influence and comprehension and understanding. If you dictate it only through institutional structures, meaning title, you're, it's not going to become part of the culture. Great. To, uh, again, l- let me let me sum up because I do disagree with you. And even without the role playing, I disagree mm-hmm. with you. Yes, let's agreement. You need both. Great. But I'll take title and level any day. If I have limited resources as a security practitioner, no matter what I'm doing in my business, and I've only got so much time in my day, and I need to get something done, title and level. Always take first. We'll get you way more impact, and we'll get it done faster. Okay, so I'm, and some more effectiveness. And then when you're when you've matured, and you're like, okay, now I've got extra time on my day. I don't know what CISO has extra time, but you have this extra time. Then you go down the path of, all right, now I'm going to start throwing in some puppy dogs and some ice cream, and you know this this fantasy world that Paul likes to no, live in. I, li- yeah. I live in it. I live in it too. I live in it too. <laughs> but that's where you, in my opinion, that's when you can start putting that in. But as a practitioner, start level and title will always get you more. And comp- well, I'll go down. To, I have another another path too. A lot of companies, like my old CTO, would say, "Hey, you don't need this," you know. And I'm like, "It's like Tom Holland saying people like him because oh, they like me because of who I am." No, they like you because you're famous, Tom. Sorry, they they're doing what you say because you're CTO, Tim. Ooh, I just gave up his name. His name's Tim Baxter. <laughs> yes, I might have, that doesn't sound anyway. Yeah. Um, so, but but a, a, a problem, and this was not his company, but a lot of companies too will use that argument to not promote and to say you don't need the title of vice president to get your job done as CEO. Well, hold on, you hold on. A, You're going to a you can be a manager. Let me, let me respond. I did. I, I, part. I pivoted. Yeah. Let me okay. respond to your first part. So I disagree. I so let's get out of the character a little bit because it's helpful for context, right? Okay. Uh, to to start a program when you're first initially in an organization and you're just starting out or rebuilding a program, absolutely, I would agree with you. The title helps you open the doors, just like a resume helps you open the door, right? It opens the door. It gets you definitely initial gains quickly. Long term, though, you have to have influence because eventually people will start to your, – your title loses its effectiveness over a longer period, right? And – Unless you're talking about your direct reports, right? So there is a difference, right? The CTO example you said, the fact that the person was CTO meant they probably had a large organization and people knew that that person was responsible for their career. When you go outside of the organization, the influence is far more important over the long term. So, I I mean, I I think you can't have a sustainable long-term program 
without I can challenge I can and I can challenge that is not just unique to cybersecurity how many C level executives are d-bags and are jerks and are not great people and only through power do they influence only through the, well they influence title them. and level they influence but it gives them that power way. hold on so you yeah. know if they're if you're not a direct report of theirs then they definitely are influencing they're using influence in a negative way, right? So what's probably occurring is that you know that your boss is going to hear from that their peer, and you know you're going to have to deal with that. So you you're actually trying to avoid repercussions from your manager, who you probably either respect or who has institutional power over you, right? So I mean, I, I think influence long term. So let's go to your your titling, the excuse to not um, not. <laughs> I believe promote. it's a it could be a lot of companies' excuse of not to promote and not well, to provide. So I, I get frustrated. Yeah. I get frustrated when I hear companies, um, you know, when I've consulted before with that will say, you know, we're bringing in a manager for a CISO level in an organization. Oh, just yeah. needs to be managed because you just you can do it through influence. We're very matrixed. Oh, that that. that. Oh, I do, I agree with you on that. <laughs> right? No, absolutely. The, like you have to have. You have to be at the right level. So what I'm, I'm not arguing that influence, again, Jason nor I are, you know, so. Um, I feel like I'm winning. Entrenched, no, you're not. Um, entrenched in the. There's no winners here. That we don't, that we don't recognize that you need both. So yes, if you're if you're a manager and all the people you need to influence are senior vice presidents, it's a lot longer road to get the influence you need, mm-hmm. right? And you may not yep. get the doors open for a long time. So you do need, but you, I think you would agree with me that longer term, you need influence to build the relationships, to get the phone call, to get access very quickly, right? To, to be able to get people to do things without you being there, so forth and so forth. So I would agree with you that you have to, you have to have a CISO at the right level, right? Whatever that level is at your organization. Sure thing. Yep. I agree. Yep. Influence is definitely important. Cersei Lannister, you know, she got shit done through influence. Oh, wait, no, that was torture. And yeah, I was going <laughs> to... <laughs> another, um, reference, another reference, Paul, I don't think gets. You didn't yeah, I, I don't, well, but I'm assuming it's something like the North Korea reference. So, you know, there's... Every, a lot every, like that, yeah. Every, every culture is a little bit different, um, organizational culture. So, but, you know, again, I just to go back, right, I mean... You, you've heard two different views, and we've tried to take it in a very stern, like we've taken um, the persona of somebody who only believes in one. But again, overall, you know, Jason and I have talked about this in the past that we both agree that title gets doors opened um, and it, it helps you get things done initially. But you absolutely need to have people believing the program, too. Um, to, to and through influence and whatnot to really make a significant difference. Yeah, I, let me let me sum up to my here's my takeaway for the listeners. Fight for level and title, no matter what your role, where you're at. Always, always fight for level and title. You will get more done in cybersecurity, especially I think in life in general. I mean, who would want someone working on you who doesn't have the title of doctor if I'm going to go in for surgery? <laughs> hey, this is Joe. He's just, you know, he's really good at what he does. He's, he's really friendly. Talk to him. He's great. He's going to make you love medicine. Um, no, I would like title and level, please. Um, fight for title and level in your role. It's going to get you more. It's going to get you faster. And especially when you're starting out and even further down the line, always keep title and level as your number one priority. Number two priority is absolutely influence. 
And I would do it the exact opposite personally, but that's okay. I mean, every, there's always different approaches. Mm-hmm. I would actually say work on building influence, your sphere of your sphere of influence, and um, you know, getting others on board. But again, you do need title. You you do need title one to make you feel like you're part of the you know, that you have the right that you're compensated fairly and whatnot. Right? You don't want to be a manager doing you know SVP's job, um, but. I, I think the longer term play is influence. Awesome. So, audience, you be the judge. Is it influence and then title or title then influence? Let us know your comments. Uh, where can they let us know our comments? On our LinkedIn know. page yeah. or com. You can leave comments on the episodes. We'd love to hear from you. Or you can email either of us. Our contact information is on our LinkedIn. Thank you. Thanks, everybody. Oh, it's the elephant in the room.